Episode 11. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! fans, I'm the Honorable Judge Jesus, presiding over the Don't Red On Me court, and court is in session, gentlemen. We are today, I'm sorry, tonight, we're, uh, we're going to be putting Mr. Paul LaBelle Pogba on trial to, should he stay or should he go with United? And today we have the um, Honorable Matthew Huey. Uh, JDL, D, DLJ, uh, S, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, he'll be the, representing the prosecution. So, Mr. Matt Huey, please say hello. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be here. Happy to kick Paul Pogba out. And um, that's his dog in the background, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he does not have a jar of peanut butter, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> representing Mr. Paul LaBelle Pogba, we have the Honorable Esquire, whatever you want to call him, the the man, Mr. EC. Hey, how's it going, guys? Matt, good to finally meet your brother. Like I said, enjoyed the pod when you were on last time. Uh, hopefully you become a regular on this deal, man. So this will, be, this will be a fun tonight, fun deal tonight. Oh, yeah, man, let's do this. And uh, for credibility issues... Mr. Matthew Huey is drinking white Zinfandel out of a uh, Manchester coffee cup. <laughs> That's white Zinfandel. That's white Zinfandel, ladies and gentlemen. Straight All up right. box wine, man. Yeah, COVID nineteen special sun. The Franzia. The Franzia. Yeah, it's, it's out of a cup. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we care about. All right, gentlemen. Let me lay down the rules for you, and for the rules for the listeners, we are going to do two. Opening arguments, starting off with EC, and then uh, uh, we will have a rebuttal with uh, with Matt. Then, uh, with those open arguments, we'll become questions. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Then, uh, what we'll have is the first person answers. We'll get the second uh, person rebuttal, uh, and uh, and obviously the as the next question, the second person answers, and the first person rebuts. Uh, we'll probably do about five to seven questions, and then. We come to Sutton Det Dots Boot. Oh, that's the wrong. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong competition, guys. Um, I'm sorry. He's got a little excited. Uh, no. Um, it's a wine fest. <laughs> it's a wine fest. But what we'll do is um, after that, we'll have a couple of minutes for closing arguments. And you know who the judge, jury, and executioner for Mr. Paul Labal Pogba is? It's me. So, EC, um, I'm not, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally unbiased, totally unbiased. Trust me, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and actually watch y'all talk uh, for a change, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure the fans are happy about that. That I'm not putting my two cents in one, you know, interrupting you. So, I'm gonna sit back, listen to the arguments, and make my make my judgment, and we'll see what happens at the end of this pod. So, let's get started. Uh, <coughs> EC, you. Honorable EC, you have the floor. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. <clears throat> I'm just going to uh, build up my character, my client, uh, just for a little bit. I have a whole lot of time, but just want to let everyone know about my client. So his youth career, for everyone that doesn't know, began for him at the tender age of seven years old with a club uh, uh, called Rossi and Bree. Uh, from there, after being seven, he stayed with them until about 2007. Uh, where he joined a another club called La Harve later here. That's when most footballers came to know him. Uh, La Harve is a old, the oldest, actually the oldest French club uh, in the world. Uh, they're actually currently in league. Uh, in 2009, he left that club and came to Old Trafford under age of 16. Uh, he basically left because he deserved more playing time and went to a club that we all uh, know called Juventus. Um, when joining Juventus, Paul Pogba won back-to-back-to-back-to-back titles, as well as two Italian Cups and two Supercoppa Italian Cups. Uh, in Italy, he also won the Golden Boy Award in 2013. For those of you who don't know, Wayne Rooney won that award, Lionel Messi won that award, and Kylian Mbappe just won that award. A year later, he also won the European Football Young Baller of the Year. Uh, Wayne Rooney won that award. Giggs won that award. And Ronaldo, just to name a few. In 2015, my client was named to the 2015 UEFA Team of the Year. Messi was on that team. Ronaldo was on that team. And Iniesta as well, just to name a few. A, a year after that, he then joined Manchester United for a club and English record of 150. $5 million price tag. So that is the man that came back to us after all of those accomplishments that I read off. I'll get back to my closing arguments later on in the pod. All right. Okay. Man, well well executed. Uh, is your Paul Pogba in your mind, is is he wearing like a sweater and some nice glasses in this courtroom right now? Uh, excuse me. Hey, 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 no, no, time out, time out, time out. Uh, uh, we're, not, we're not throwing... Um, we're not throwing shade. Yes, yes. You know, we're not. I, will, no, I, I just, no, I just no, want to no, know no, how no, he's presenting no, no. his. Uh, hey, this is this is this is this is this is unbiased court. This is unbiased court, Mr. Mr. Matt. Uh, you need to, you need to <laughs> play by the rules of this court. Uh, I will give you, sir, now your three minutes of rebuttal. Uh, thank you, Mr. EC. No problem. All right, Matt, you're up. Yeah, uh, hello everybody. So I'm over here, um, you know, uh, trying to talk some sense into some of y'all right now about Paul Pogba. EC, how much did you say he uh, he cost again? When he came back to us because he left on a free transfer, we got him back for a hundred and five million dollars or anything in 2016. Hundred and five million dollars. Good God, man! I mean, that right there is just—that's just robbery for what he's produced right now. He—he uh, he has not produced much since he's been to United. Uh, he is not—he is not a fan of United right now. He is—he uh, is a thief of his paycheck and uh, and a trespasser of Old Trafford. He is just not uh, doing well, in my opinion. I mean, uh, last year was his 
best year. He played 35 games, had 13 goals, and uh, nine assists. How many? Uh, I mean, and this year, due to obviously injuries, but zero goals, two assists, only seven games. And you see him on social media. He's not doing. He, I mean, he's just he's just messing around, goofing around, and uh, he's just not taking Old Trafford serious. And uh, to me. He brings a lot of negative energy, a lot of negative vibes within Old Trafford, and uh, that's that's going to be a cancer. That's going to be a cancer that's going to bring down this team. And uh, we'll go ahead and talk about that a little bit more as we carry on. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt did not hold back. Um, very well said. I liked it. Coming in. Coming in, man. Exactly. Okay. First question to you both. Uh, Matt, obviously you um, were, came second uh, – you or we're second, so this is questions for you first. Paul Pugma has three manage has had three managers at Old Trafford. No, two managers at Old Trafford. Both of them, he's uh, somewhat fell out of favor with. Just and also with uh, his original uh, manager, Sir Alex, uh, he left, and obviously they w- they weren't on the best of terms because Sir Alex played Paul Scholes rather than played Paul Pugma. Does, is it with Manchester United in regards, because I can't, I'm not going to speak for Juventus, or I'm sorry, this question is not about Juventus. Is Paul Pogba with Manchester United a manager killer? Um, I, yeah, you know what? I mean, there, there are some uh, real alpha type cocky players out there that, that uh, just make being a manager so hard, you know? Um, uh, I, and I, I'm not, I'm not here bashing on, uh, on, on our boy because I love this man. I love me some Zlatan Ibrahimovic, right? But, but he is so hard to coach. He is hard to coach with his arrogance and everything else. I'm not going to put Pogba in that same category. However, with just, just that, that type of arrogance and cockiness that comes with, uh, the, the Pogba, you know, it's, it it it, it, it kind of it's really hard to it's really hard to coach straight up, man. I mean, uh, I don't I don't think that's why you know necessarily Alex Ferguson um, let him go on a free transfer. I mean, he was uh, he just wasn't all that consistent. He didn't play all that much, and uh, Ferguson had a nice season squad. He was on his way out, so I can't I can't weigh on Ferguson. I can't weigh on Ferguson because I I wouldn't I wouldn't fuck with that squad either. You know, Ferguson did all right right before he left. He made the right calls for Ferguson. Uh, you know, then um, all the other managers came through, um, you know, but mainly uh, Jose Mourinho, right? He, uh, he's, he's a very, very strong-willed man, as is Pogba, you know? So you have some conflicting personalities already. I know, I know when I, if I have, uh, you know, conflicting personality with somebody else, at work, it's not going to work, and that's that's part of the issue. It's just not going to work. However, you brought in old Gunnar Solskjaer, uh, interim, right? And Pogba had his best damn season. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say of his entire career, uh, as far as overall stats go. I'm not talking about silverware. I'm not talking about anything else. I'm talking about actually being a productive member. He did his best with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And then something happened. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. 
but he's just you know Pogba Pogba sees gold. He needs he needs silverware. He needs he de- he lacks that loyalty. And me as a devout devout United supporter, I need I'd rather be in second, third, fourth, fifth if I have a loyal ass team. Straight up, man. Give me a loyal ass team. Give me some people that are going to be giving it 100%. They're all, you know. I mean, if we're going to be scraping by, you know, uh, Champions League, you know, fourth, fifth, uh, with some with some uh, piece of shit player that just doesn't give a fuck, then man, that's just not for me, and it's probably not for old Gunnar Solskjaer. And so I I think I think with his type of personality, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for old Gunnar Solskjaer. But now now he's trying some now he wants to try again, you know. And I'm gonna save that for a later discussion. But I'd say I'd say I wouldn't say he's a manager killer, but uh, I think he's a killer within himself. He's killing his own career. Fair enough. Uh, EC? Rebuttal? Uh, so, he's definitely not a, a manager killer. I think what we've dealt with since he's come back is managers trying to fill shoes that are way too big for them. Um, no one's ever going to be Sir Alex. He's got his name literally on the stadium. So... It's, it's never going to happen for anyone. And I think what, what we saw with both of those managers is the moment that they began to talk about the players and to talk about management, I mean, Van Hall was let go right after, literally after a press conference where he had just won a trophy for us. They let him go because he started to speak out and speak his mind. What we have is, is owners who want you to be yes men. And it's difficult for any manager, I don't care what sport you're in, to not be able to speak your mind. And we all know Jose is probably the most outspoken. I mean, just look at how sad it is for Spurs fans right now where they're having to go through him talking crap about players right after the games are over. It's one of those things where I love it when a man can speak his mind, but I would rather him do it behind closed doors. Don't air out the club's dirty laundry in front of the whole world because now with social media and with Everything having a say just going to cause a whirlwind. So, no, my, my rebuttal to that is that uh, I think when, when with him coming back, um, with things being unstable because Sir Alex was gone, um, you know, I think their mouths is, is really what got them uh, caught up. And it's no discredit to them either. I mean, they're both good coaches. I'm not going to – I mean, you know, Van Hall winning uh, the Champions League, I think it was 95 or 99 with uh, Ajax. Uh, over Bayern Munich. I mean, he's he's clearly a, a, an amazing coach. You could say the same for Jose winning the Champions League with Porto, uh, you know, today. So nothing taking nothing from either one of those guys, but I just think that the moment you speak out against uh, United higher ups, um, you can pretty much write your ticket to to take off. So I think that has uh, nothing to do with Paul Pogba. <clears throat> All right. Well. Well. Okay. Uh. All right, now there's a lot. There are a lot. Both of y'all said. Uh, you see, there's actually several ones I wanted to come with you at, come up at you first. But obviously, you mentioned the 105 million uh, price tag that he came, you know, came back. Uh, obviously, robbery. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you mentioned the the instability that obviously uh, Manchester United was in when they sacked Van Hall to bring in Mourinho. What has changed? I mean, come piggybacking off last question. What has changed? The fact that Mourinho is a shit coach, um, upper management shit, 
because obviously upper management, I mean, we've already done a pot on this, has spent a crap load of money, a crap load of money on players. Not players that they, they've spent a crap load on, not players that don't fit the formula. So, $105 million, uh, we spent for Paul Pogba. We're paying him well over, I mean, what, 250 pounds a week? I think it's up to, what, three? You know, I think his new contract they're trying to offer him is is obviously a lot more than that uh, in his new contract. So, 100, $105 million. Um why would why did he and he if he knew that was this 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 thing that Manchester United was so unstable, why would he come back and why would he? I'm, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, Matt's words, rob the club of three years and then put the club in turmoil that he's done since last year mid year with the exit rumors. Yeah. So for me, I think. It, it says everything, right? Because literally in 2016, if you go back, if you look at the clubs that were going after Paul, it was everybody and their mom. And uh, he wanted to come back where it really all began to be able to show people that, you know, I know I was young. I know I was, I was impatient. I really wanted things to work out. Unfortunately, it didn't. I took off, did what I needed to do. But now that I have a chance to come back, let's go ahead and do it. I think when you start talking about 105, 89 million euros, 400 grand a week, all of these things, um, when we hear those numbers, we start thinking too much. That's really just monopoly money. That's what the going rate is for a player. That's what the player deserves, so that's what they get. Um, I, I definitely don't think it was a waste. I definitely uh, understand and know that you know, ticket sales are going to go through the roof. T-shirt sales are going to go through the roof. That's all because he's there. That That's what, essentially, you're not just buying class on the pitch. You're buying class off the pitch. Um, I'll talk about kind of his character as a man uh, outside of soccer later on in the pod. But, yeah, for me, uh, it shows everything because, like I said, this is where it began for him. He wanted to come back. Now, to your second question, with turmoil and, and things of that nature, I, for, for people who talk about turmoil, I try to, to, to challenge them to come back to me and say, this specific specific story happened where Paul decided he wasn't going to go no, no, uh, no. do this, or Paul no, decided no, 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 he was going to no. go do that, That's or not the out a coach, or he got, uh, you know, uh, another player. Easy. You won't find a Easy. player that... So, order in the court. Order in the see, court. <laughs> Got to bang the gavel louder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all can hear me enough, but you see the turmoil. What I what I wasn't I wasn't referring to Paul Pogba of uh, upon his return. You you obviously said that when uh, that after as after Louis Van Hall uh, was sacked uh, after he won the FA Cup, right? You right I mean after. you meant you mentioned turmoil. You know, of, of instability. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I used the wrong wrong word. You mentioned instability in the club. That's what I was referring to. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to Paul Pogba's perceived um, perceived persona in the locker room uh, here pretty soon. But that's what I was I was referring to, not Paul Pogba. Uh, what what you were, what you were alluding to? Why would he come back if he knew at the 105 million dollar price tag? Why would he come back if he knew that this club was upside down and inside out? 
so specifically, and this is this is on record. You got we can all look it up. When he got back, if you look at the roster, look at the roster right before he came, and look at the roster when he got there. He was promised promised that we would bring in better players. And if you look at the roster when he got there, and look at the roster the year after, that never happened. The only class player that was there, and this is in my humble opinion, is David De Gea. Um, you got Rooney, who's 31, playing playing in the the midfield, which not a lot of people talk about Wayne Rooney, and when he wanted to get out, he literally came out and said, I'm going to leave, and what they do, they just gave him more money. So no, 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 but, I, but Wayne Rooney also came back and said, I want to be with United. Paul Pogba is not. But Wayne Rooney also came out and said, I'd like to leave, no, and no one said anything no, about No, 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 everybody hated Wayne Rooney. I remember that. Everybody hated him until he came, finally came back and said, I'm staying with United, and yes, United money whooped his ass. But, but could, mean, you imagine, no. could you imagine if Paul Pogba said, I want to leave? No, but he, oh, all right, I'm not, okay, I'm not in, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not all, in this argument. I'm, saying, I'm not in this you're argument. You're the judge, I'm, man. I'm you're the judge. Cool your tits there, buddy. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is if, you, if you look at the two players, clearly Wayne Rooney is a Hall of Fame. They just started doing the Hall of Fame for the Premier League. He's going in first ballot, no question, Manchester United legend. Paul Pogba is not that, but you any, said it, buddy. Anything that he says, any he could fart, and if it smells like Snickers, they're gonna say, well, it should smell like cherries. He's not allowed to do anything negative, and that's more to my point of. He wants to come back to prove to everyone. They said, look, if you come back, we're gonna build around you. We're gonna get great players to come here as well, and that never happened. So I give so for me. You can't just look at Paul. You got to look at the people who were in charge that were bringing players in because we weren't able to do that. We weren't able to bring in any class players. I think what we were trying to do is say, okay, Rashford's coming up. Rash, Rash, uh, uh, Martial's winning awards. These kids will eventually be Jesse Lingard. These kids will eventually <laughs> be those world class players. And let's just be real out here. They're not there yet. They're going to okay. get there, right, in right, my opinion. Right. But. For where he was at at the age of I think 23, had they brought in players around him that were of his level, I think we would have been killing it. I know we would have been killing it. So you have to kind of look at him wanting to come back to prove people wrong. And when it didn't happen, that's when he decided to say, you know what, I'm ready to go ahead and make a new challenge in his own words. Okay. All right, uh, Matt, rebuttal, please. Um, I'm sorry. Can you uh, re-ask the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Do this. Do this. This white Zinfandel got me fucked up. Y'all were talking about turmoil. Uh, yeah, then right. then he started talking about Jesse Lingard. I don't even know what's going on anymore, man. <laughs> All right. Um, question was. Uh, God, I forgot the question was. One hundred five million dollars. One hundred five million dollars. Paul Pogba. We paid for Paul Pogba. If we yeah. paid that much for Paul Pogba. Uh, knowing that the instability was here, I mean, what's the? I mean, obviously there was. Uh, EC mentioned something earlier about uh, uh, them firing Louis Van Hall. There was turmoil. There was instant. I'm sorry, instability of the club. Why? Why did Paul Pogba choose to come back? Basically, I think that's the overall gist of of the question. Right. Yeah. Um, I would. I would go ahead and uh, venture to say Paul Pogba 
let's go ahead and just take the name out of this, right? Uh, we'll just say uh, uh, anybody. Uh, we'll, we'll just say anybody, right? If you offer anybody a hundred and five fucking million dollars, <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm going to do some stupid shit, right? <laughs> we can go down that. We can go down this road. We can, we can play the games, right? I know y'all played some stupid ass games uh, somewhere with your friends uh, about what would you do for a million dollars? A hundred and five million dollars. Good God, man. Let me oh, tell no, you. It's to the club. So, it's to Juventus, not to Pop Pogba. But yes, he's on a big. He's, he's on a big. I, yes. Bill. All right. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. However, man. Yeah. So he, Paul Pogba came in to to a uh, a really destroyed United team. Uh, every everything was was just in shambles. Uh, it hasn't been all right. Um, I will say, United has looked at. Paul Pogba for, you know, a reprieve, uh, some reprieve from uh, uh, all the losses that are going on, the lack of silverware, but we're just not finding it. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to look at our top player and, and ask, why aren't you producing? And, um, you know, you're coming in uh, at a very, very expensive, expensive, um, uh, with, a, with an expensive paycheck. And so... Here you're coming in doing this, and you better be, you bet you better be crushing the game, man. You better be crushing the game, and you're not. You're you're not giving it your all. You're not. And that's these are these are these are my issues that I have with Paul Pogba. If if you give, if if you buy me for 105 million, you know, from from my current team of uh, of of nobody that I currently play for. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all, man. I'm going to eat, I'm going to start eating carrots. I'm going to start doing sprints. I'm going to start working with the team. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to keep on playing. I'm going to do everything and anything I can. Um, and that's, that's just for a dollar value, you know, but now he's going back to a team from Juventus to kind of, kind of where he started off as, as his first big club as a teenager, and and now now he has to try to uh, to, to to pick up this this team that's in shambles right now, and he hasn't done it. He hasn't done it at all. Uh, he just doesn't give a fuck, man. And I'm losing my give a fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, what, I'm, I'm gonna be rebut- I'm gonna put a rebuttal too, right there. Uh, obviously, it's speculation that he's in give a fuck. I mean, you're looking at. Uh, reports out there, but I mean, we honestly don't know if he does or does not. All right, so check it out, man. Um, Real quick, because we have have to get another question in. Yeah, yeah, send send your traffic. (laughs) What? I said send your traffic, man. What you got? Oh, you don't want to finish the statement? Oh, no, I thought you said you were going to ask another question. No, I said real yeah. quick. Finish, I was going to say finish it up real quick, and then I'll ask another question. Oh, oh, oh okay, gotcha. I totally misunderstood you. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. He's just, he's just not, uh, he's not putting in the effort that he needs to put in um, on and off the pitch as far as I'm concerned, as far as a lot of fans are concerned. For that price tag, for your skill level, for what, you, what we have seen, 
you're just not bringing it. Okay. And those, those are the issues. Well, my next question is actually going to piggyback, piggyback off of what you just said. You, earlier you said negative energy. Neg- Pop up has negative energy on the club and the locker room. Um, for the 105 million pound price tag, you say he has neg- negative energy. Are the fans justified to... Um, are the fans justified to want more from this player that has a price tag over his head of 105 million, or are they just are they uh, are their expectations too much to try to bring a club that obviously a lot of people have the opinion of aren't up to par, aren't up to United par? Are the fans justified to say, Paul Pogba, you need to play better? With shit around you, apparently that's what every, what everybody says about the players around Pogba, that they're shit, other than De Gea, and uh, obviously Martial and, and, and Rashford. Are you are you are you more apt to to side with the fans, or I mean, or or is Paul Pogba does he have a negative energy on the club, and he's not worth the one hundred five million dollar price tag? Yeah, so I'm gonna. I can't speak on behalf of anybody else but myself. And that's, that's what I'm here to do, man. Um, you know, with uh, the, the price of what Pogba is, you could land, what, two Bruno Fernandeses? Boom, done. You just, you just not, you, man, you got a clean-ass midfield. You do not need uh, a big name. And that's, that's been the issue with United for, for, for probably, what, the past, like, uh, uh, eight years now. Uh, like we we can't be big name hunting anymore. We got we gotta we gotta bring it out from the youth, bring it up. With with that amount of money, we could find some amazing youth, people that would actually give a shit, man. And uh, so I look once again, man. I can't speak on behalf of all the fans. I can't. I can uh, I can go off, um, you know, my biased reports that I care to listen to. Um, you know, but uh, I, I'm going off what I see, what I see on and off the pitch, social media. I don't know the guy. I haven't, I've, I, I've seen him uh, one time, one time in my life whenever he played against Manchester City. And, um, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't know the guy. So the only thing, the only information that I have is from what I see, 90 minutes on a pitch, um, immediately following up with uh, with any Instagram videos, pictures he may be doing, uh, anything like that. Um, I understand, man. He's a human, but you're you you're, you're a human, man. That has been paid to provide, and you have to provide. I, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about Louis Zaha, right? They're like, oh my God, man! If you were to throw him over at Real Madrid, he'd he'd knock it out of the park. You know, because he's around some world-class players, but he's surrounded by shit. So, but I don't know, man. You know, Louis Zaha has been given a chance, and he hasn't provided. Um, I feel like Paul Pogba's going in the same route. He's going to be the next Louis Zaha, man. Just a just a nice, skilled player uh, that uh, just isn't trying hard enough for me. That's well, all, man. Well, pulling out the Louis Zaha references here. <laughs> All right, EC, your rebuttal, sir. Well, hey, wait. Wilfred, Wilfred Zaha, Wilfred, Wilfred Zaha. God damn it! I thought you meant the striker, the old striker from United, Luis Zaha. 
Nope. No, 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 no. Wilfred Zaha. God damn, dude. This white Zinfandel's kicking in, boy. Woo! Am I rebutting just the not caring or which part? The negative energy uh, and the fans. The fans' perspective perspective of the fact that he has a $105 million contract, or I'm sorry, price tag on him, is a fan's negative opinion justified? As far as I see, as as far as the fans go, and is it fair that the fans say this, the fans say that, I feel like if you're a fan, you're entitled to say whatever you want to a point. I think there is a line. I think fans need to stay away from, you know, the, the, the person. I think they need to stay away from the kids, the family. I think that's where I have my cutoff. But as far as, you know, what happens on the pitch, yeah, I think it's fair game. You can say the player had a crap game. You can say the player had a great game. You know, the player can't dribble. He can't play anymore. I think that's all fair. Is it nice? No, but that's kind of, kind of what you signed up for when you're going to play not just at that club, but the biggest, uh, one of the biggest soccer clubs in the world. So you're going to have to take that. And, and nowadays on social media, look, if you want to have a presence like Paul Pogba has on social media, guess what? You're going to hear a lot of stuff every day, all day. So that just kind of comes uh, with the territory. So that's something he's going to have to just kind of adjust to. And some people do, some players do better than others. So it's fair for them to say whatever they want. I just think you have to, again, you have to, when you're, when you're putting a football club together, you have to make sure and understand that doesn't matter what position you play, you've got to have one a coach that has a system that works for everyone. You can't just bring in one player and think things are going to change. What's what can happen is is you can have a little what I call a purple patch and things go good for a little while, but after that that's not sustainable. And what we need is sustainability. Get that word out. And I think with just buying one guy, that's not going to do it. And so. I think um, Paul is open just like anyone else to any fan that wants to talk about his game. It's fair. It's fair play to them. It doesn't matter if you've played all your life or if you've just seen one game. Um, fans can totally say whatever the hell they want. All right. Um, next question. Back to you, EC. Uh, you talked about. You talked about social media. With Paul Pogba, uh, both of you, both of you all have actually. Social media does play a big part of Paul Pogba's life. Uh, obviously, these the, the new generation of player, social media is essential, pretty much. Does okay. Uh, I'm gonna need to be careful the way I word this because I don't want to sound like I'm a, a millennial hater, <laughs> but. <laughs> as much social media presence as a as a footballer is, I mean, because we we last episode we talked about that he needs to have more conscious effort on what he posts because the last time we talked about him working on that Juventus jersey, right? You know? Man, I was Ta-da! just about to say that shit. Uh, Woo! Uh, well, like I said, we need you know you know we talk about his social media. It's Paul Pogba get a bad rap for posting as much as he does on social media rather than I'm not going to say as much as he puts on the field but he cares more about in a lot of people's eyes he cares more about his image on social media and his image in general uh, which most players do does he care more about that or play, or being a United football player 
So I think he cares about Paul Pogba. And I think this is, for me, I think everyone, and this is, this is how I felt forever, and this is how I'm always going to feel ever since the introduction of um, free agency. If you're a fan of the club, that's what you absolutely should be. Should you like players? Should you love players? That's, that's your prerogative. But at the end of the day, no player is bigger than Manchester United. No, no player ever will be. And I can, you can go all the way back to Bubsy Bay, and I'll piss people off by saying that, but no one is bigger than the club. And so when you look at players of today, these players are not just football players. And I know we all want them to just sleep with a football, wake up with a football, love to a football. That's not the case anymore. What these guys are, are their brands. And what, they, what their people are telling them, and by people, I mean their agents, I mean their PR people. you got to remember, guys, they didn't, footballers didn't have this back in the day. All they did was play football. But they have these things now, and the reason they have them is because they understand the simple fact that this is all going to be over for you. It's not going to be – everyone's not Tom Brady playing until they're 50 years old. And so when it is over, you need to keep those fans – that's what they are – you need to keep those fans with you for your next adventure, whatever it may be, your next endeavor, whatever it may be. So do I try to put himself out there on social media? Absolutely he does. That's his life. That's his personality. That's what he wants to do. As it pertains to production on the football field, again, if it isn't matching, i.e. Jesse Lingard that we alluded to earlier, it's going <laughs> to be right in the butt. Joey so, Barton, right? Joey when, Barton? Yeah. So, like I said, when you produce, when you, when you have medals, when you have trophies, and you get on social media and talk crap and show your girlfriend off and show your Lamborghini, everyone's like, oh, how cool is that? He's so awesome. But the moment you have a slip-up, the moment you don't score any goals, it's also going to be on you that people are going to talk crap. That's just the society that we live in now. So for better or for worse, social media is going to be a part of these guys' lives because, again, football will end. Mother, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the old saying? It's, it's, uh, it's uh, father time has not lost a battle, and it, and it won't because eventually you're not going to run as fast. You're not going to have the same technique. All that stuff's going to go. So, yeah, you got to put everything you can into yourself. And as a fan, you got to love the club way more than you love the player because you're going to wind up getting burned. Because to Matt's point earlier, if someone's going to say, hey, here's $20 million, and another club's going to say, here's 105 guess what most players are going to do? They're going to take the 105 Okay. That's just life. All right. Matt? So social media, social media with uh, Paul Pogba, uh, man, you, uh, yeah, that, that one with him wearing the Juventus jersey, man, what are you doing, man? This is some bullshit. He loves swatting at the hornet's nest. He loves swatting at the hornet's nest. It is the Pogba show, man. Um, and uh, he said, you know, there is never going to be a player bigger than Manchester United, and I will say, it's relative. It's relative. Um, look at, uh, look at, and I, I, I keep on referring to it. And once again, I love this guy. I do. Zlatan, right? Zlatan's one of the biggest, most arrogant sons of bitches in the world. Uh, yet he's still got it in his fucking olden age, right? Um, 
but he was never bigger than United. Pogba, that type of mentality that he's got, man, he's just, he, he has every fan on their toes of like, dude, what are you going to do? I, I, I implore you, go look at the comments, look at the comments of the fans of any of his social media, and they're just begging and pleading, Pogba, please play. What are you doing? Play, man, produce. And I mean, that, sure, it's gonna it's gonna equate to a thousand comments per photo or video. Uh, but good God, man! Like every every fan wants to see him produce more product, more productivity um, with whatever method that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is trying to to get going. You know, and it's gonna be a tactical change. He may be a defensive midfielder, maybe a center uh, midfielder, maybe attacking. Um, but you know, like we need, we need somebody that's going to produce. And the fans are begging. Look at all the comments on all the social media pages, man. They are just begging, pleading, please, please, please produce. And you know, he he is just caught up. He's just caught up in his own alpha arrogance right now as far as I'm concerned and this is my view and my view only once again he is caught up in his own arrogance where he just doesn't give a fuck man and uh, I mean just like the, the, the Juventus jersey why are you doing that to the fans man you know why are you doing that like everybody is on edge and you're gonna go just throw a fucking rock at a glass house like that come on man do be be a little bit more tactful. Not, I mean, not not only for yourself and your for your sanity, because this shit's got it's got to chip away at a at a man, you know, over time. But for the fans, for the people that pay that paycheck, where does that paycheck come from? Where does that salary, that weekly good god fucking salary, come from? That comes from the fans. Give it to the people, man. You have got to start giving a fuck, Paul. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hey, y'all say, um, like you said, social media, Matt. Uh, you said a lot of his fans. Uh, obviously, EC and I have obviously talked about a lot of fan channels across the pond. Uh, they they say um, Pogba, worldy player, worldy player, world class player. Pogba is Pogba is world class, world class, world class. Especially after the, he won the World Cup, he's world class. He's world-class this, he's world-class that. But compared to another world-class, uh, earlier, Matt, you said something. Arrogant, right? Arrogant and cocky. There's also probably the most predominant footballer in the world. And we all know who he is. Uh, we sing his, we, they, they sing his name still in Old Trafford. The cocky, arrogant, but yet... This man produces all the time. World-class player, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. To this day, at 30, what, 35, I think 36, 37, whatever he is right now, the man is, is, is world-class. Arrogant, cocky. He, that's the stigma that Cristiano had when he played in the Premier League, when he played at, 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 um, at, at, at Madrid, and then, obviously, he's seen more like the elder statements with Juventus. What's the difference between Paul Pogba and Ronaldo 
as world-class players in their stages at United. Because at the stages in United, they're pretty much, I'm not saying a similar age, but there was a, still the age gap that, you know, they played in their mid-20s. Uh, Ronaldo obviously came in his early 20s. So, I mean, when he went to Madrid, I think he was about 25, 26. And Pablo was already, you know, in his mid-20s. As world-class players, with the same presence on social media, because uh, I think Ronaldo has the most followings in the world, you know, as, as in, uh-huh. in, in Instagram and, and, um, and, and, and Twitter and all that. You want to put those people on the same platform. And, and you know, and what the, you know, I guess my question is, what's the difference between the two? Because they're, Man. Still, they're still, they're still high. They're still up there. Superstars. What's the difference between the two and how they handle being at United, playing at United, and also their other life, which is their social media life that they're branding and everything. Yeah, for sure, man. No, that's a legit question. Um, so you have Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo, um, whenever he came to United, he he was a rising star. You know, Sir Alex saw it. Um, you know, everybody brought him in. Thank you for everybody who brought Ronaldo in. That was an incredible purchase. Um, that's... There, there was something about the connection between Sir Alex and Ronaldo. There was, there was, there was a little bit of thing about you know Ronaldo. Uh, you know, I like, I, I remember reading Sir Alex uh, would talk about you know Ronaldo and and vice versa. Ronaldo would talk about Sir Alex and and they they both talked about one thing, one thing in particular, and it was essentially R- Ronaldo's flopping. And Sir Alex is like, hey, if you get nudged, you stay up and you fight. That right there, and Ronaldo, he did that. He listened. He was like, okay. He became a fighter. Sure, sure, you know, in the late stages uh, of the match and everything, fatigue's going to set in. Sometimes it is easier to just fall than it is to stand up. But, uh, you know, throughout, you got to keep on pushing. you got to push and you got to stay up. And that's not just for 90 minutes. That's life, man. And you have you have Sir Alex telling uh, Ronaldo, you got to keep on staying up, quit falling down, get that ball up there, keep on pushing it, and let's make this shit happen. And Ronaldo did it, man. Ronaldo did it. He listened. He listened to Sir Alex Ferguson. And that's that's the key word. He listened. From the manager to the player, there was beautiful communication and and once again that give a fuck factor right Ronaldo wanted he wanted it man he wanted to be incredible he wanted it and so even after I mean his his work his work from wake up you have a dietitian and you eat healthy and we're not even talking about the brand yet we're talking about a player we're talking about the difference about uh, Ronaldo and Paul right now, right? You have your entire everyday routine, Groundhog Day, wake up, eat healthy, work out, get the shit beat out of you, you know, um, just go in day in, day out. And you know what Ronaldo did that I can tell you right now that Paul Pogba does not do? Ronaldo would stay late after practice and he would continue practicing. 
he would work on his free kicks. Why? Why, you ask? I'm going to go ahead and say because he gave a shit, you know? Now, you talk about Paul Pogba. You know, Paul Pogba's going with more of like the Eden Hazard route. Eden Hazard, he, he, would, uh, he would show up late to practice, get fine. He would, uh, he would, he just wouldn't practice hard. He said, and Hazard said that he's going to give it all during the game. All right. So, and guess what? He did. He does. You know, he got chunky. So did I in my in my thirties. It happens, right? It's life. But then you have Paul Pogba, who is going the and Hazard route, not going a hundred percent in. And uh, not, I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not going the Ronaldo route. And that's, that's the thing, you know, with Ronaldo versus Pogba, Ronaldo gives it that 101%. I cannot, I cannot say, I honestly cannot say that Paul Pogba does, man. He gives maybe a lazy 80 and I'm that man, I'm being real generous with that shit. You know, he gives a, a lazy 80% um, for majority of the time. It is, and it's just it's just like this this cockiness, this arrogance that's oozing out, and you know, with social media and the brand and everything else, um, you know, and these are these are these are two different uh, you know times of of you know um, social media was up and coming whenever Ronaldo was there. Uh, do I feel that maybe Ronaldo would be affected by social media? I don't think so. I mean, he's he's got he's. He's top, top follower. You know the top well, followed person. He's had his entire had, world. He's had his troubles with the, with the accusations. So we 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 we're not you know about sexual harassment and all that. So uh, we're not. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not even not, talking about that. No, okay. So I'm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Definitely not talking about that, man. Um, but I'm just talking about like you know Ronaldo. Even even to this day. He is training his son to live on his legacy of being one of the best footballers in the entire world. He look at his son, man. That boy's ripped. I wish I could be ripped at just at any point in time in my life, just like his son is right now. But he is instilling that drive. That drive. Was he a natural born um, footballer as the smooth and clinical? finisher as Lionel Messi? Nah, I'm not going to say he was. But he also recognizes that, and he pushed, and he pushed, and he pushed, and he became what he is today. And, you know, arguably one of the best players in the world, battling uh, number one. I think that's Left a, and right. Where's Paul Pogba? <laughs> Where's Paul Pogba and all that? Nah, man, he doesn't even exist. He's a brand. That's all he is. He is not a footballer. All right, all right, he is right. a brand. All right. um, Get him out of here. I, I, Get him out. I think uh, the thing about Ronaldo, I think that's a that's also something to, uh, for a future pod, a great topic, and uh, I think a lot of the fans would like to hear that. Oh, Mister Mister EC, that's uh, that's a lot, yeah, lots to digest. What do you have to rebut, my friend? Yeah, I think it was good. Uh, I I just I think we have to put into context the the beginning of his career, Cristiano Ronaldo's career. Uh, with us uh, coming off the bench, uh, eventually starting, and I don't even have to argue it. In 08, he was the best player we had. When we won that Champions League final, uh, he was the best player on the pitch. He, you, you could you could literally not stop him. You could go back and watch 
film from that 08 final where players on both sides of the of the our team uh, and the team we played against and you can go back and you can see that both of them knew he was the best player on the pitch scored the first goal of the game he missed the penalty uh, he, he did miss the penalty but he scored <laughs> the goal to get us to that penalty that spot. so for, damn it for me he was the best player out there I, one of my favorite games oh, yeah. that I've, that I've seen yes. Give it up to Edward Ed Van Gaar. Shout out to Ed Van Gaar. Uh, anyways, um, you got to look at that year later, and he and Ferguson start getting into it, and that's ultimately why he left. So, yes, to your point, Matt, he did listen to him in the beginning, but they had a, a huge rift. Um, Ronaldo wanted a lot more, which he absolutely deserved, uh, and they weren't willing to do that, and we lost, I think, one of the top one, two players of all time. Um, that to me was the beginning of the end uh, for us as far as us being in our prime, always having these quality key players. You go back in our history and look, losing Ronaldo and you all, everybody knows what he did at Real Madrid and what he's still doing at Juventus. Um, This guy was somebody who we definitely needed to protect, um, just like they protected Wayne Rue. Had he left and social media really had been and really, really popping. It was, it was a deal. Facebook was kind of a deal in 08, um, but, you know, it wasn't really popping like it is now. Um, I would I would venture to say a lot of United fans would not like him to this day um, because he is so cocky. He is so brash. His shirt's coming off every time he scores. You're going to see the muscles, and so he's going to have haters. But that, again, it comes with the territory when you want to be that flamboyant. As it pertains to Paul Pogba with social media and, and, and the way that things go, Again, when you put yourself out there like that, I think you talked about the comments and, and the things that people say. Um, some of those guys read the comments. Some of them are smart enough to understand. It's not about the comments. It's about how many I get. And it's, it's just a numbers game. So that's how, they, that's how a lot of these guys play it. Um, with practice, I think you talked about, you know, Ronaldo practicing hard. For me, I don't, there's, it's impossible for a world-class player to not practice hard, to not play hard. Be able to go out, score goals, get assists, get tackles. Those guys are all working hard. Um, there are some guys that don't. Those guys are the ones that are on the reserves or on the bench. But uh, for me, we don't know what his what his practice regimen is. I would I would venture to say it's probably one of the best uh, in the world. Um, but again, I think for me, fortunately for Ronaldo, because I don't you don't want anybody to take any stick. But fortunately for him, um, it just wasn't where it was at because um, they literally, I want to say maybe two years ago, Sir Alex and Ronaldo made up and kind of, you know, Alex was kind of hanging out at one of his games and he kind of gave him a little bit of a hug and he like just now kind of worked it out. So, um, you know, different time, different space. I think a lot of those guys, you can can put a truth serum in them and ask them, do they appreciate the fact that social media wasn't as big as it was when they when they played? And they'll all tell you yes because of the things they said, the things that they did. Uh, they just didn't want that stuff out there. Um, for good or for worse, Paul's in this era. It's, it's it's blown up. It's a huge deal. It's everything. And so everything he says and does, like I said earlier, is going to get uh, uh, magnified. So, um, look, like I said, I, I don't think it's affecting his play. Um, I think he still can get it done at a very high level. Um, love to see him come back, but we'll get into that in, in closing arguments. All right. Uh, well, thank you. Um, this next question is for EC. It's kind of a 
dual parter. What is Paul? I mean, now we're going to talk about Paul Pogba's career with United. Uh, I know this is going to this this kind of this answer is probably going to both the is probably going to kind of uh, last a little longer. What has Paul Pogba produced, and how <laughs> how talented is, how talented is Paul Pogba? I mean, and especially after he won the World Cup with France. Did that have an impact on him coming back to the team, this team, this United team? So you said how how how? What has Paul Parker produced? Okay, so how, and how talented right is he? Yeah. Okay, so for me, if you look, if you want to talk production, the moment he showed up to the club, like, got right back. And you can go back and look at the roster. I don't think the roster was very good. That's my humble opinion. Sorry if I'm pissing people off to think it was the greatest squad in the world. That crappy team, he led to a League Cup and a Europa Championship. Two trophies right off the bat. You would think because we won that Europa League, because we weren't good enough to get in the championship, he put us in, catapulted us in the Champions League. We could go get some players, right? Didn't happen. We didn't get anybody. So then if you still you can still go back to his numbers if we're talking about on an individual level. So if you're looking at 2016, nine nine goals, five assists, that's including the Europa uh, and English Cup. 2017, six goals, ten assists. And in 2018, 16 goals, ten assists, that's including the Europas. So the dude produces. There's no like for anybody to say that he's not producing on the field, you're clearly either not watching the game or you're just watching what negativity comes out of social media. Guy produces. He's in the <laughs> 2018 season. He also not only just went to the World Cup, but the guy scored and assisted a goal in the final. So I just don't get why people, anybody, could ever say that the guy doesn't produce like that. That part to me makes no sense. Is he talented? Here's the thing. If, if again, you can't, you can, you can be on a pitch and and you can be hidden, but guess what's going to happen? At halftime, your ass is coming off the field. If you're not any good and you're stinking it up, i.e., again, I am just killing my boy Jesse tonight. You're not going to play. <laughs> you have to, you have to look at again, soccer, football, however, whatever you want to call it. You have to be put around. It's a team game. It's not an individual sport. It's not tennis. You're not out there like Serena just beating everybody's ass. There's 11 guys out there you have to work with. When you're told, hey, we're going to put people around you. We're going to go get people that are going to help out, and it doesn't happen, and you're playing with scrubs, offense, please take offense, <laughs> it's not going to go well for the team. It's not going to go well for the team. Park was fine. He's on 100 grand a week. He's fine, so he'll go out and he'll try his best, and guess what? I'm going to pass the ball to somebody that's not going to be able to do anything with it, and then what, I'm gonna, what am I going to do? Well, they're going to all say, well, you didn't score a goal today, so you suck. That's because he's Paul Pogba, a polarizing figure who's <clears> been getting it done. What does he do when he gets it done? He rubs it in your face. Look at my girlfriend. Look at my car. Look at my things. I'm awesome as well, and people hate it, and that's, again, that's the fans have a right to have their opinion on what he does on the pitch. But when he posts things on social media, if you don't like him on Instagram, don't follow him. 
you don't like him on on Twitter, don't follow him. Scroll past. Keep on scrolling. But people they go to the page because he plays for United. They know he might do something they're not going to like. Guess what? I'm going to his page anyway. Did you see what Paul Pogba wore the other day? No, what did he wear? He wore a Juventus shirt. You got to be kidding me. Like, I just, people just have to get over the fact that he is, he is as a man off the pitch. He's having fun. Again, you throw, I, I would question any of you guys or anybody out there that's listening. If I give you $100 million, what are you going to do tomorrow? And I bet half of you, probably more than half of you, wouldn't freaking have a clue. But I can tell you this, you probably would buy something that you probably don't need to buy, which is what a lot of these guys do. You might post it on Instagram. If you're posting your normal car, what do you think you're going to do when you get a Lamborghini? Uh, The World Cup with France, again, that just for me, again, for people that were like, man, this guy, he just, if, if you put him around good players, yeah, he's good. But if you put him with crap, he isn't any good. Hello, people. Did you guys not watch Barcelona? Have we, are we not watching Lionel Messi, the best player to ever play? How, how good are they doing this year? How about Real Madrid? they have any good players last year? But when Zidane left, they had a couple of them, didn't do anything. So you got to have a good coach. you got to have players in place, good players, world-class players in place to play with each other. Because guess what? If you only have one and the other team has five, six, who do you think is going to win the game? It's not even a question. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. So, yes, the, the World Cup with France, I wasn't surprised. I watched the game, and I thought, you know what, Croatia's good, but so is France. They've got world-class players everywhere. It's going to be a good game, and it was, but that should hype you up. If you don't get pumped up off of what you do and your achievements and don't have any confidence, you're probably not going to be any good at what you do. So that's the way that I look at it from a production standpoint, from a talent standpoint, and what he's done for France not just in the World Cup, but also in the Euros. He's also put up some huge numbers as well. Matt? Yeah. Um, so, the, the World Cup. One goal. Zero assists. You know? Fuck, man. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow. He's doing great. Once again, he lifted up a trophy. He might as well be on the bench as far as I'm concerned. I don't think you should lift that trophy. One one goal? One goal out of the entire... Oh, hell no, man. No. No, one goal, man. No assist. What? Who who is Paul Pogba? What is he delivering? What does he do for United? Um, You know, like, he... He's a name. He's a name. He is not... He is not a producer. Um, no, all right. I'll take a step back. I'll say, hey, Paul Pogba, he is an authority on the pitch, hands down, weighs 185 pounds, pure fucking muscle, just great stamina, 6'3", looking like Muhammad Ali, you know, just fucking doing the damn thing, all right? He is a strong, strong man with incredible skill accuracy what is he lacking now let's take a let's digress he's lacking drive he's lacking passion Hold on. he Tell is lacking so much more out there Tell me, did you just What's compare up? paul pogba to muhammad ali <laughs> no nah, I, was, I was flowing i was flowing a, a 311 song man oh, okay. <laughs> right. yeah it's it's uh, old like, school late 90s 311 flow uh, like a butterfly sting like a bee, bee baby yes uh, well, 
again, I don't want to. Nah, man, I don't, I, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted there, Jeff. I ain't, I, I I ain't out here. I ain't here comparing a legend to a scrub now. I don't want to show my bias, but I'm like, did he just compare Muhammad Ali to Pogba? No. Nah, man, I was I was just flowing, man. That that white zip that that white Zinfandel was talking, dude. It ain't me. This ain't me, man. All right, my bad. Um, nah, you're good, man. So uh, yeah, no, but one goal, one assist, World Cup. Um, look at all the games. Look at all the games, man. For United, goals versus assists. I think if you were to give him the benefit of the doubt, you're going to do some math, right? You're going to be like, oh, man, for what is it, like uh, 20%, 25%, 24% of games, he's going to actually score a goal. 0.24? Every four games he's going to score a goal? Come on, man. you got to produce a little bit more than that for me. What about assists? Like I said, out of all the years he's been in United, it was the past, the, the, the past year – where he did the best. Look at all the other years. Yes, EC is correct, man. He is surrounded by scrubs. Jesse Lingard, get out. I don't know what you're doing. Get out. You know, all these other people, man, he he is dealing with potential up-and-coming. Up-and-coming good players. I'm not going to say worldly. I'm going to say damn good players. Um, but, man, like uh, – you know, how can you build a team around one person that is just a name, as far as I'm concerned, and not producing? He is not a producer. Look at Bruno Fernandez. Boy, I mean, that guy is on it. He cares. He wants to be there. He is doing the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Paul Pogba. He's just trying to figure out, you know, his next Adidas Predator cell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and good for him. Provide. Provide for your family. Do 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 smoke and mirrors all goddamn long, man. I would do that if I could, but I suck. I suck at the game. You know, I'll probably do a couple of fucking late 90s Ronaldo stepovers on you and, and break your ankles <laughs> before I break mine. I don't know. But, you know, Paul Pogba. Hell no, nah, man. He he's not producing. Um, he's he's looking he's looking after brand name. That is all. All right, all right, guys. Last question because we are running a little longer than I thought. But uh, Matt, uh, and it's based off something Matt said, and I think um, it's something great. Matt, you brought up uh, you brought up something that what is Paul Pogba's role? Is he a scorer? Is he is he an assist? Because when it was sold to us, Paul Pogba was a box to box midfielder. He was a Paul Scholes. He was a Roy Keane. Uh, he was a box a true box to box midfielder. And now that it seems like the goalpost has moved, now that what what uh, when everybody says that of what United is that we have nobody around him. So what is Paul Pogba? Is he moving up towards the pitch? Is he going to be playing in the number 10? What role, I mean, is Paul Pogba supposed to play for United? Or by, 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 by with it, France, what is he? What is Paul Pogba? Because if we, we can't say, well, he's not scoring goals if he's supposed to assist, or vice versa. He's not assisting if he's not scoring goals. What is Paul Pogba? 
and the aura of Paul Pogba. What do we want as United fans? Because most United fans wanted this man to deliver when he first got when he first got signed. God knows when he scored two goals, three goals, I think was it to bring us back against City. The the, the we're singing his name, Paul Pogba. You know, it was this. It was. It was. You know. It was. He was a legend when he came. When he brought us back from City. What is Paul Pogba's role in this team? First of all, leadership, and what is what is his position, where he's not going to get shtick from us. He's not scoring. He's not assisting. And is he a true box to box midfielder, Matt? Yeah, uh, and that's that's shit, man. That may be that was that. It's a legit question. Uh, this may actually go towards EC's favor right here. Um, but, you know, you, you talk about Paul Pogba. What is his role? You're looking for a leader. This is These are the answers you want to hear. You're looking for a leader. You're looking for, you know, you, you got your Mason Greenwoods, your Marcus Rashford, somebody, somebody that's going to look up to him and be like, yeah, I want to be like you. However, I don't want to be like him. And I'm, I'm just some broke fucking dude in Mobile, Alabama right now, right? I don't. I'll take his paycheck. Once again, we're going to talk about the paycheck because I'll do a crazy shit for a million dollars. You know, hit me up on the side. We'll talk about it, right? Um, however, you know, you got uh, – yeah. So you, you look at the history of Paul Pogba with all of his managers and fast forward going back from – you know, center midfield to defensive to attacking. We're going to build a team around you, right? That's that's great and all, but you know, where does one player thrive the, the most? I can tell you right now, I'm more of a defensive player. I am always looking at a player's next step. You know, three steps before they even make it. I am more of a defensive player myself. So each player out there has their own style, their own vision, their own drive, all that shit, right? Paul Pogba, and like I said, this is going to go towards DC's favor on this one. Paul Pogba has gone through the ringer with managers. The very, very good God, man. I remember Jose Mourinho talking about like, hey, we may even, we're going to entertain the thought of playing him as a center back. What are we doing, United? You know what I'm saying? So, it, it honestly it just boils down to Paul Pogba. You know, what? We, like, we, need, we need to take a step back, you know? Like, we need to figure out, we need to dissect him a little bit more. We need to figure out how he works, what motivates him, and, you know... Um, Maybe just make him uh, whatever he's best at, center center mid. Maybe not jump all around. I understand tactics will change. And the ta- different tactics for different teams. You got Burnley coming in. Burnley, who the fuck is that, right? They are some aggressive, heavy-handed sons of bitches coming in, man. You have Manchester City coming in just really tactician Minded people, quick moving with that with that Pep Guardiola mindset. You get the ball, you pass the ball, right? So you have you you. I understand you have to flow. You have to get an idea of what works best for your team with the next team. 
But you cannot spread a player ever so thin like United has done for Paul, right? I'm going to give him that. However, you, you as an individual need to speak up. You need to fucking, you need to call it how it is. And maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's why, you know, he's uh, taking a step back and not giving a shit. Because that is his way of stepping up, saying like, hey, I don't like how y'all are playing me. You know, so I'm just not going to produce for you. You know, you don't do me right. I'm not going to do you right. So that's 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 my two cents on Paul Pogba in the uh, in the midfield. It's 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 an absolute scattered shit show is what it is uh, for manager to manager. Um, you know, but but Paul needs to focus on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer right now. And uh, you know, everybody has been trying to build somebody around Paul Pogba and how. You know, EC said earlier, you know, you're not you like he was promised people. You never got people, you know, he got potential up and coming people, you know, but he got a deflated fucking balloon of uh, Jesse Lingard. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, this is, the, this is the we hate Jesse podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't, don't read on me. Uh, only Jesse Lingard. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he made <laughs> Hey, I, I, I respect I respect him. I know he's going through some trials, man. Um, you know, but uh good oh. God. Anyway, so Paul Paul Pogba's being spread too thin, but once again, that paycheck, I need I need to see you have that drive. I need to see you care. I need to see you out there. I don't need to see you in another kit. Hey, uh y'all hey, did y'all see uh Lionel Messi on social media with that uh, Real Madrid jersey? I'll go ahead and answer that for y'all. Hell no, you didn't. Because who the fuck is going to do that, man? Who's going to do that? You know? Nobody. Anyway, that's that. I don't talk about Messi here in the show, please. All right. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I I think um, for me, you have to look at Paul Pogba and you have to say um, he's a number 10 that can play the number six. And I think that's – it's not really to his detriment. You really can't talk crap about the coaches that have tried to put him at the CDM position. You, you kind of have to put him there because you don't really have a number 10. And if you put him at the number 10 and you have nobody back to track back and to play defense and to play the ball in to your midfielders, um, it's going to be difficult for you. So it's, it's kind of one of those situations where when he came in, he knew there would be better players there, a better number 10 for sure, and that just – that had never happened. I think what's interesting now is that you actually have a number 10 in Bruno Fernandez. You could actually look at a, if you could close your eyes and envision um, Martial on the left, Rashford up uh, on the right, Bruno in the 10, Pogba in the 6 with Fred on the other side and a little bit of a diamond with Shaw, Maguire, Eric Bailly, and Juan Basaka. I think though that formation would be damn near impossible to beat. Um, and I think that's doable because what you're, what you're essentially saying is Bruno can go ahead and get forward and then Fred and Pogba can kind of play in that pivot with each other and get forward and also play defense and, and pass the ball forward to the likes of, like I said, um, Rashford and Martial and Bruno as well. So and, and they can all play off of each other. So I think that's what, when you hear reports of him saying, hey, look, I want to give it a go, it's because you've got people in the proper positions and you can switch back and play him, again, like at a 10 or at a 6, because Bruno does that now. I don't know if people really watch the way he plays, but he actually drops back because he wants to get involved. And that's what Pogba does. He moves all over the place. So 
the, the, the problem that he's had is they've left him in that six role, and so when people look at him, they're like, why don't you just take it from take it from our box all the way down, just dribble through everyone, come on, do it every game. That's not his game. His game is passing. That's what he does so well. Um, he passes from 50 yards away. Sometimes it comes off, sometimes it doesn't. But when it does, you're like, oh, my God, where'd that come from? Um, that's the class that he has. So I think, again, you, it's it's kind of double-edged. I'm sure Paul said, look, I can hit a 10, but if you need me at the 6, I'll go ahead and do it. People are going to talk crap and say, why doesn't he play more far forward? That's all we heard. Why doesn't Mourinho play him far forward? Why doesn't he get up the pitch? You can't. He couldn't. Who's he going to put at the 10? You got to <laughs> You can't just leave that back open when you know you have a Paul Pogba who can play the six and defend. That's why they mentioned, man, we might as well play him at um, center back because he can play the ball from the back and we can get a, we can get an attack going. So What's the number on the, the back, back of his shirt, oh. EC? Huh? What's his number? He's on the okay. That's all it's at. I'm just, okay. You, you don't think he can play a 10? I'm just saying. i just trying to put an observation. I, I am too. Put observation. I give you. I give you a number nine, man. I'll give you a number nine, not a number ten. He's absolutely a ten. He's probably the best passer of the ball we have on the team right now. Are we talking about rating? Because if we're talking about rating, I'll give him a one. No, no, no. We're talking about positioning. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because you because you're bouncing from ten to six, and I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure what number he was. Yeah, he's definitely number six, but he can play the ten. I mean, it's it's not even a it's not even a question that the guy can pass the ball and dribble. Like, I don't think anybody would argue that. Again, he's probably one of the best passers that we have on the squad. So, and best one of the best free kickers we have on the squad. So, no, he can play <laughs> the team. He can play up. But play so, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Best free kickers. Uh, Did he miss a couple of penalties already? My my question is, you name me two that are better dribblers of the ball. No, you said free kickers. I, that 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 that's all. I was. I'm trying to fact check right here. Right, you know, I'm trying to fact name, check. Name name two better free kickers at the club right now. Bruno Fernandez. At the, at the club. Um, Bruno Fernandez. One Mata. Rashford. Bruno Fernandez. One Mata. One Mata. Free kicks. Did you just say one Mata? Yes. Mata better free better kicks. kicks. Yes. Yes, Fred. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm supposed to be impartial. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm supposed to be impartial. This is being recorded, just so you know. Yes, we're. I'm not cutting this out, guys. I'm not cutting this out. I'm sorry. Juan Mata is a better free kicker than Paul Pogba. Oh my God. One hundred percent. Hey, hey, who's, oh. hey, who's missed more penalties? How many Paul Pogba? How many has Paul Pogba missed? Oh my gosh. Anyways, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt your flow. Hey, EC, no. EC. Right now, let's let's make a bet. You got Venmo, PayPal. What you got? PayPal. PayPal. Okay, I can tell you're an older guy because you don't have he that has, Venmo. He already owes me a hundred bucks. No, no, he already owes me money. <laughs> okay, okay. And in front of everybody right here, um, and this all depends on uh, you know who, if they're if they're both in the club at the same time. Juan Mata versus Paul Pogba. Yeah. All right. Next season, because apparently the season may be null and void. Thank God. Um, you know, whoever scores the next free kick first, what do you say? Let's bet fifty bucks on it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I got one. Mata, you fifty got Paul bucks. 
Dude, Fifty Bones, man. You know how much white Zinfandel I could buy with that? At least, Franzia. at least two box wine. You probably own half the company. With yeah, that dude. Shit. That's that, yeah, yeah, dude. This is sponsored by uh, Franzia. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, man. You got it. All right, guys. All right, we're uh, getting a little late here. Last quick question for Paul Pogba: What would make an ex- a successful season? Ten go- uh, 15 goals, ten assists. Would that make a, a, a successful season? My Mexican ass can't say successful season. You know, you know, straight. So I need to pronounce the enunciated successful. Como season. Si, como se dice successful. <laughs> what would make it? I cannot cannot say it anymore. What would I'll make say a good it for season? you. Let me let me know. Let me know whenever you're ready to say it. What would make a good season for Paul Pogba? <laughs> Fifteen goals, successful. <laughs> Would it be 15 goals, 10 assists? You're talking about on an individual basis, right? Individual, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so a good season for Paul Pogba, in my opinion, and and I won't, I know the question wasn't focused on, like, is he playing at a CDM or is he playing at, you know, far forward? Um, Like, even if they played a flat four, which I don't, I know they'll never do, but if they played him in the, uh, six, I think, uh, individually speaking, um, ten and ten, I think, is a successful season. Okay, Matt. Um, you know, successful is relative, obviously. Um, successful to me is uh, is giving a shit and giving it your all. So wasn't the question. Uh, but if we're gonna put it, if we're gonna put it in a uh, you know in a numerical value, um, I'm gonna. You know, his best is 13 and 9, 13 goals, 9 assists. And, uh, you know, for EC to just downplay it, downplay his best season, his best he season. 10 and 10. So, you, one more, uh, one more uh, assist. Yeah, doing, doing 10 and 10. Goals, like, I would have to, I would, man, give me, give me, give me, give me 14. Give me, give me 14 and 11. You know? Give it, I'm going to throw out some off the off the wall numbers over here. Paul Scholes had, had a better season than that. What's that? Paul oh, he scored 16 here. It's okay. He's he can do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Let's see him give a shit. Let's see him fucking push it, man. Let's all right. All right. All right. We, we, we don't want to. We don't want to get no fighting involved. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's throw right. some chingasos. <laughs> all right. We're get. Let's get ready for the closing arguments. All right. Welcome back to the Don't Red On Me Court. I'm the Honorable Judge Jesus. Like I said, don't take the honorable uh, seriously. I'm not very honorable. My mother wouldn't like that. But we have a uh, my uh, we have Matt Huey, the prosecution, and EC ready Yee-hee. for closing arguments. All right, yes, Mr. Matt Huey, Esquire, please tell me why. All right, hello everybody. Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. All right, so closing statements, two minutes. Um, Once again, let's go ahead and throw out the name Paul Pogba. Let's talk about an individual. If you have an individual at your work, on your team, on whoever, whoever you may possibly rely on, are you going to uh, want somebody that's not producing? Are you going to want... Somebody who's just very lazy, you know, not me, not me at all, man. I'm going to want somebody, I'm going to want somebody that's hard charging, you know, you know, what's in it for them? 
what's in it for me? What's in it for the team? And the team is the biggest thing, man. So we need to have better communication, um, mainly with manager to players. We need to have uh, just that drive. We need to have drive. Paul Pogba has to have drive, and we are lacking it. We are lacking it, and it shows. We are having nothing over at United right now. We are, uh, you know, uh, up in the air. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Why are we even talking about this? You know, if he doesn't give a shit, I don't give a shit. I don't want him on my team. You know, I want somebody who gives a shit, and that's my biggest argument, man. Give me, give me, give me somebody who who cares. Give me, give me somebody who's going to give a heart, man. Because I wake up over here in Mobile, Alabama, Central Time Zone of the United States, and I wake up. 6.30, 7.30 in the morning. Whenever I lived on the West Coast, I woke up at fucking 4.30 in the morning. Why? Because I give a shit. And that's, that, is, that is pure passion. That is, I need to see it, man. I need to see it live. I don't care about your practice. I don't care about your problems. Actually, I do care about your problems. Neither here nor there. Anyway, you know, give me, give, give me drive. Give me something to wake up for, man. I need to wake up for those W's. I need to wake up for drive. For that passion. That is all. Thank you very much. I'm assuming that alarm was two minutes. That's two minutes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. God damn it. Very passionate. Very passionate. I I, I like it. I like the heat. I'm I'm, I'm caliente. EC. Muy caliente, papi. EC. You have to to defend your, 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 your client. LaBelle Pogba, please, sir. Yeah. In, in closing, guys, like I said earlier, my client came to a very weak team at United with the likes of a 34-year-old Michael Carrick, a 30-year-old Wayne Rooney, <laughs> 34-year-old Tom Kibahimovic, a 30-year-old Ashley Young. And, and and honestly, if you look at the rest of the roster, you'd be hard-pressed to even find one world-class player. And with all that that I just said, naming all those old-ass players, he still led United to a League Cup and a Europa Championship. So, again, production right off the bat. Uh, my client, again, was promised world-class players would come. He was promised that um, for the second run coming back that we would get those type of players, and you could argue the simple fact. Hell, I'll argue it right now. That hasn't happened up until January of 2020 and the likes of Bruno Fernandez. No offense, Juan Basaka, you came on late and you had a great season. Um while at the club, my client had the opportunity to represent his country in the World Cup. He did that honor. That's not an honor that not too many Manchester United uh, players have had the opportunity to do in a final. He didn't just play in that final. He scored in that final. He led and gave a great pass to Kylian Mbappe, which they scored again. So was a huge part of that success as well. Uh, my client, it, he breeds success. And when you put him in the proper position with other class players just like he is he's proven to not just play but he also stands out uh my client also donates to charities the clean water nonprofit act he helps countries all over the world with his charity donations with the money that he earns he also gives it away just now giving away for fifty four thousand dollars to this coronavirus outbreak for glasses and for gloves and goggles for medical professionals to be able to wear. Um, My point is, and what my client brings, uh, is that 
it, it, there is a lot of negative attention to him, but I think that's more about him, not the professional footballer that he is. And with the charities that I just talked about, for you not to look at those things, then you're not looking hard enough. You're just looking at a quick glance on right. Instagram or on Twitter. Thank you, Mr. EC. Um, low blow right there. That was a low blow. I have to admit, that was a very much a Why low you got to bring in charity, man? I'm a lawyer, That's man. Why you got to bring in charity? That is low. What are you doing? God. I was like, you might as well bring it as kids, and hungry kids or something. Into this trial, golly, dude! I'm a I'm a hungry fan. Feed me, you know what dude, I'm saying? Really? I went to lawyer school for one day, and I learned one thing: you got to make them cry, boys. That's uh, what you got to do. Oh well, yeah, hey, you hey, almost had me going. You almost had me going. We'll get in recess. Don't run, don't run me, fans, and we'll come back here shortly. All rise. Welcome back to court, don't run me, fans. Uh, the judge is here in with his verdict. I've heard both cases, and both are very compelling cases. And um, I just want to tell you, uh, defense attorney EC, uh, that was a cheap shot. Cheap shot. <laughs> Your closing arguments, uh, bringing in the little kids uh, into the courtroom was not. Uh, hey, was not. Was you can't not have very... the truth. You can't handle the truth, fellas. I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> yeah, it was not very. Uh, it's not a very good sign. I mean, I'm just letting you know that. All right, we both have, you know, pretty compelling cases. Uh, obviously, Paul Pogba is a talent. EC, EC gave me stats. EC gave me stats. So when he brought was, you know, brought in. EC gave me stats when he played in the World Cup. EC, you gave me stats when he played for Juventus. Yet, Matt, you gave me you gave me perspective, not stats, because you gave me hearsay. From what you feel as a person while Paul Pogba plays on the pitch. Do we need Paul Pogba? That's a question. That's a question I want I want United fans to answer for themselves because obviously we, you know, we, we can't change what the club's gonna do or we can't change what he wants to do. Do we need him? Do we need a person that is like lackadaisical as I would assume that's what uh, Matt was trying to say. Yeah, I didn't say that, but that's yeah. exactly what I was saying. Okay. Good job, good job, Judge. <laughs> Reading between the lines. But do we need a do we need a person that creates stats like Easy was trying to say, of a passing, of passing percentage, getting back, not knowing what position that he that he's actually supposed to play. Is Paul Pogba number six, which is Jersey, obviously says that he's a number six. When he was sold to us, he was a number six. He was a box-to-box -box midfielder. When he was sold to us, perceived box-to-box -box midfielder. Now the, the, the other shoe's on the other foot now that, um, that he can't play the position, obviously. He's not. He doesn't want to play defense. Um, so what position does he want to play? Obviously, we have Bruno Fernandes, a true number 10. A true playmaker. So, what is Paul Pogba's role? Has he given, has he given been given of time? Has he been told lies uh, by the club of who he's gonna who's gonna come in? This year has been a renaissance of, of, of sort. We brought Harry Maguire, we brought uh, Juan Basaka, we brought in. I know people have their 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 um, their opinion about Dan, Dan James, but I think Dan James has produced. 
has actually put out. And obviously, we brought in Bruno Fernandes this year. So, recently in the news, Paul Pogba has stated that he wants to stay with United. And then new new contract negoti- negotiations are forthcoming. He's also told his agent that he wants to stand down. I know you and I, see, we've talked in the past pod that is that are the, is Paul Pogba placating the, the, the fans? Or is he trying to boost his stock in further negotiations? All those have to be considered. All those have to be considered in my decision. What is Paul Pogba? Is Paul Pogba Manchester United? That's the question. Is he a red? Has he ever been a red? Since he came, EC, you stated at 16 years old, from his his, his his club, has he loved the club? Has he given it all for the badge? And that's what most Manchester United fans want to know. They don't want to know if we have a world-class player. They want to know if this man is going to bleed red, Manchester red. I mean, I know we all bleed red, but Manchester red is a different kind of shade. Come on, Dad. Come on. Get to the point. <laughs> well, you sit down there. Sit down. You sit down there, White Zinfandel. You can't be trusted. Why don't you put a bottle? Why don't you put a nipple on that White Zinfandel over there? Goddamn, box wine, man. Box COVID wine. Put a nipple on that box wine over there and sit down and shut the fuck up. All right. And my, my, I'm my, okay, my, my. I'm sorry for cursing right there, but I do apologize for Mr. Matt, Matt Huey cursing on, on this show, all the show. I'll have a talk with him later, okay? So, my final verdict, <laughs> if y'all want to get to it so quick. Do we need or do we want Paul Pogba? The fact of do we want Paul Pogba as Manchester United fans is no. No, we don't. Do we need him? The rest, if this season is played out, do we need him? And the question is yes. If the season is played out, we need him. Why? We need him to bring in, up his stock to bring in more money. Period. Because that's all Paul Paul, Paul Paul is to us. Now, if we're money to him, he's money to us. And you see, you've stated on past pods, he needs to play. If he plays, he needs to play because he's going to bring up his stock. He has one more season of his contract, and he has one more additional option, uh, team option. So that's two years to bring up his stock. So, yes, unfortunately, I agree with you, EC. I have to side in the case of Mr. Paul Pogba. Court's adjourned. <laughs> yes. That's bullshit, and you know it. <laughs> That's bullshit. You, you know he's trash. Pura basura. Pura basura. Anyways, guys. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for listening to the Don't Run Me podcast today. Uh, don't forget to check us out on our socials, which is uh, Facebook, the Don't Run Me podcast, Instagram, Twitter, at Don't Run Me. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, don't forget to check out our, you know, our, the, they're not our sponsors, but the people that have done us good, 
which is Ro Royal Santos at the Road Nose Podcast. Uh, don't uh, Matt Mark Hutch I Son at the uh, Baron Von Black at the South Texas Trainwrecks and Victoria Months of Ice and Alice in Wonderland Food Truck. Right now, guys, they're not they're not serving any food. Obviously, because what we're dealing with, but they are serving vegetable and, and protein and, 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 and commodity packages. So go check their website out at Alice Wonderland, Alice Wonderland Facebook page. And Lucky Diaz, where are you at? <laughs>